You're listening to Mornings with Kelly and Steve on Moody Radio, from the word to life. We've been talking about this pretty frequently, and, you know, my heart for uh, helping those that are just suffering in affliction. Soul care is a big piece of me. But the big question is, uh, who pastors the pastor? And uh, we are very, very blessed this morning to be joined by Doug and Marilyn Cuthbert. And they are leader care specialists with Life Action Ministries. Uh, and I tell you, you know, to have a heart for those who are in the pastorate is something very, very unique and something very, very special. And that's what they feel that they have been called to. And so we are very grateful for their time with us this morning. Now, good morning, Doug and Marilyn. I uh, would love to just jump right in with you, which, by the way, we are so excited to get to talk to you and want to say thank you just in general to Life Action Ministries for partnering with us to uh, give away some time as a pastoral thank you for our Pastor Appreciation Month giveaway contest that we've had going. That's been a lot of fun. Got a lot of great response to that and people recognizing that uh, we, know we, we need to be a blessing to our pastors and help them get the rest that they need to be able to take a break and get away because, and don't Doug, I want to start with you with this first question, sure. because uh, research has been showing that more pastors than ever have been considering leaving the pulpit due to burnout. They're tired. So how can a pastor or their spouse, do you think, how can they recognize the early signs that a retreat might be what their spirits need before they reach that critical stage of burnout? Great question, but I first want to say uh, thank you to Moody Radio. Um, they have been a very important part of our lives. When you're talking about ministering to pastors, we ministered as pastor and pastor's wife for 36 years, and Moody Radio and your talk shows and Moody Bible Institute. Um, my wife is a 1976 graduate, um, so... Um, it's always been a, a key part of our lives. So thank you very much for what you do. Well, thank you. Um, how do you tell if you need a retreat or if you're headed towards burnout? I think um, one, some of the things that we hear over and over again is the wife has been trying to tell the pastor, you need a break trying to tell her husband, you need a break. Um, and she'll say things like, when you answer the phone, you say things like, uh, yeah, what do you want? You know, very disrespectful at times. Um, thinking about efficiency, not about connection. Um, so irritability, where you're focused on more on efficiency and moving things instead of on people where you can tell that you're um, maybe at night, you're not sleeping seven hours or eight hours, and you're up half the night um, preparing sermons, and um, or else maybe you've gone through a difficult board situation, and that trauma of that board situation, the emotional toll of that just um, lingers on in the home, and the, and the wife and the children just kind of get the leftovers. So, and if you have a close friend that's willing to speak into your life truth, um, 
are you listening to that? So it's somewhat the, the environment you're in and the environment you create and the people that you walk alongside of and listen to. Those are some of the signs that um, you need to be aware of. Well, speaking of those who you walk alongside and listen to, Marilyn, what are your thoughts about the necessity for both the pastor and their spouse to have very uh, close relationships, maybe even accountability partners, folks who are walking alongside for that spiritual support? How, How important is that from your observations when you think back about all your years in caring for uh, pastors and their families. How important is that, that they have others around them uh, to help carry that burden? Well, I think it's super important, and I found a few friends that I could be real with and just tell what I was feeling to, and that really created a great space within me just to have someone to go to. But that took a while. And a lot of the pastor's wives and pastors don't really have that. When they're honest with us, they say, yeah, I don't have any friends. Not the kind that I can just dump my stuff on. And so they're, they're holding it up together, or maybe even individually, and don't have that friendship. That's a big missing part in a lot of pastors and wives' lives. No. And we also um, experience pastors' wives, as we call it, they often live in a pool of pain because they're isolated. Um, they don't want to say anything to a to the congregation or anybody in the congregation about their husband um, because they're trying to protect his reputation. Um, they don't know there isn't a deep trust. So um, pastors' wives are um, very, very, um, very deep within our hearts and uh, as we walk with them in a retreat center. Doug, how do you how how do you counsel a pastoral couple when when they're at the retreat center to and and, and maybe you know Marilyn, you'll want to jump in on this too. But how do you counsel them to begin to um, I guess remedy that 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 kind of isolation because I understand where that would come from and and why they might feel that they have to isolate that way. It, it is they're they're in a unique position as a pastoral couple, and I understand why it would be hard to find people in whom you feel you can really uh, confide. Um, you're in a leadership position. You want to be careful in whom you are confiding and what you're saying. And that's still, you know, that's that's a painful place to be in. But when you consider it, um, you know, from the congregational point of view, that's a painful place also to be in because then you look at yourself and you go, oh, my goodness, Am I not a trustworthy person? It's it's just a painful thing. How do you how do you coach a pastoral couple to to work through that? What what are the steps? That's that's just a really hard place to be. Yes, yes, it is. And um, I think the first thing that we do is um, we listen well, and we seek to have them be active listeners to each other because we want them to build the kind of bond 
Well, they'll have the friendship where they can share their hearts with each other. So often, um, pressure and tension has been building in their lives, and they feel they're on two different wavelengths. So we first start with them and being able to get them to talk about um, the in a candor way of what is what is going on in their lives, and uh, so by doing that, we have to develop within the retreat place a safe place for them to be, and that happens through our conversations about what the scripture talks about as an exhausted soul, um, and that Jesus was tired and we get tired, and um, and that. It, we shouldn't condemn ourselves for being tired. And and in that safe environment we're creating, we have other couples that are sharing their stories and what is going on in their lives. And so it's a, a pool of, of team, in a sense, where we're working together to accomplish that goal, whole goal of connecting well with them. And then as far as the congregation goes, um, man, they have to really study some of the culture of the congregation and maybe even develop a plan of how they would um, teach the congregation of how to be more vulnerable and more trustworthy to each other um, so that they can spur each other on to uh, their walk with Christ. Marilyn, do you have anything you want to add to that? Yeah, I think throughout the retreat, we just try to give them space to open up as as they're able to. It's five days long, so sometimes by the by the first night they're opening up, and sometimes it will be the fourth day, um, just to feel safe to share where they're at, even to identify where they're at, because a lot of them just are. There's a lot that come in just on the fumes. Mm-hmm. And they're they're already burnt out, um, and then there's those that come in that are in a decent p- position. But everybody, we want to go away with more enthusiasm for the ministry, more hope for the future, and it's a normal thing to see that happen. To see even the countenance on their face, the way they carry their body, change throughout the week. Well, you know, the importance of bringing those struggles into the light, even between husband and wife, is so important. And it has to be done, like you said, in in an appropriate setting, because there is this perception for pastors and people in leadership that, you know, there could be the perception of spiritual weakness. If there is something that... uh, you know, a couple is struggling with, then, you know, outside of that, people are going to immediately translate that into, oh, there's spiritual weakness that's happening over there, mm-hmm. something, you know, and it could be that, you know, look, pastors do make mistakes. Pastors do have regrets. Mm-hmm. Uh, pastors do come into dry seasons of worship and they do have doubt. But when those things become either apparent or they are known openly, uh, it can be it can be very intimidating because that perception of spiritual weakness and what you're talking about is creating that space, that opportunity, that voice to hear, 
understand and empathize with those who are in leadership, but also as a couple yourselves, because it's not only the external church management, but there are stresses that just go along with the fact that being married, that you live in the same home with somebody, you know, sharing space, there's a lot of that that bleeds into that. So how do you discern the differences between, you know, those the the pastorate struggle uh, when it comes to the vocation and all of the weight that goes along with that, and then just really addressing the issues between, you know, Adam and Eve, because there's going to be some struggle there as well, and and they affect one another, because they can't really be separated. Yeah, um, I think what I want to do is I want to um, broaden my answer here in this way. It's one of the first things we do is we seek to teach the pastors and their wives to look at their lives in more than one dimension, not just the spiritual dimension, um, because um, we are we are a very complex being, and so we have a we just divided up into six areas where you have a spiritual being, an emotional being, your willpower, your mental, your physical, and your social. And so, so often, many of our different problems that we go through are not uh, spiritual problems. But they're more physical problems, for example, um, or in emotional problems from something that has happened in the past that you've not even identified. For me, I was struggling in the past with, with a lot of anxiety, and I could not put my finger on it. I thought I was walking with the Lord. I thought I was close with the Lord. But my wife um, said, well, you know, you keep getting up at night, and about every four or five hours, I would um, I would only get four or five hours of sleep. Ended up going to a uh, a sleep specialist, and ended up finding that in the night I would um, she would she said as I went through the test that I would stop breathing um, forty times throughout the night, and that my body was living on high alert all the time, and it would and I for the she thought probably for the last fifteen years. I hadn't ever entered into deep sleep. And so it was creating all this anxiety inside of me, and it was all because um, I wasn't sleeping well. Um, So it's very important to us that a pastor um, and his wife look at the many different dimensions of their their life, of their relationships, and, um, and it might be in one of these other areas that we need to address with them. Well, and it sounds like something that this needs to be it, not just a, a one-time retreat, but obviously this needs to be a, a regular check-in kind of a thing if you want to keep your marriage healthy when you're in ministry and you want to keep your ministry healthy, right? Definitely. I would say Definitely. I would say that we really focus more on the the marriage because that is going to affect the ministry. And so it's not like a marriage retreat, but our topics have more to do with their own rhythm of life, which is affects both marriage and ministry. Uh, and when they really identify and look at some of their rhythms, are they? Is it sustainable? Is it sustainable for their marriage to thrive and for their ministry to thrive? Yeah. So we really try to address the rhythm of their life in many different aspects. 
Well, those things are so important. If you're tuning in right now, you're listening to Mornings with Kelly and Steve. We're having a great conversation this morning talking about pastoring the pastor and their family. Doug and Marilyn Cuthbert are here with us. They're leader care specialists for Life Action Ministries. And we're going to continue the conversation in just two minutes, and we will be back. You're listening to a Mornings with Kelly and Steve podcast. Be sure to check us out every weekday morning from 6 to 9 on Moody Radio. You are listening to Mornings with Kelly and Steve. As uh, we just mentioned, just brief two minutes ago, Doug and Marilyn Cuthbert are here with us from Life Action Ministries talking about pastoral retreats and the importance of them and what it's actually like to go through a pastoral retreat, Kelly. Well, yeah, Marilyn, I uh, would love for you to share with us a little bit uh, about what that is like. What it, what happens during a pastoral retreat at the lodge there in Buchanan, Michigan? Yes. Well, when you turn into the property that we have there, you descend th- down a hill through a canopy of trees. And then it opens out into a meadow, and then you descend again down to the lodge. It's a beautiful setting. And the first time I came onto that property, I just felt this sense in my spirit to exhale, just to let go of all the stuff of life and to enter into what God had in store for me. So we usually contact the pastors and their wives just a day before the retreat and say, try to do this when you come in so that you have the spirit of expectancy. And it feels just like a, as one pastor said this, just this last week at the retreat, he said, this is a thin space between us and God. Um, He feels close there and we want them to hear him there. So that's how we try to get them to start out the retreat is just to get in touch with themselves and where they're at. And the five-day retreat, we have some guided sessions, and we go through a lot of the rhythms of rest. We go through the rhythm of silence and solitude and play and rest and Sabbath and even your calendar rhythm check in what's your daily weekly and seasonal rhythm like where you're giving god some time and checking in with yourself so that that's part of our retreat and another part of our retreat is offering and actually asking for them to be as a couple with with one of us one other couple and talk about their story just tell their story and what whatever they want to talk about um, maybe where they're stuck. And then we have a lot of free time. They love the free time because they need to connect with each other and with God and talk about what we've talked about. Um, so every afternoon is off. And even one evening, we give them one afternoon and evening that we call their Sabbath to connect with one another and with God. So that's kind of the rhythm of our retreat. That is pretty cool. I love that. One of the one of the um, aspects of our retreat as well is that every once in a while we'll have like a guest speaker, and we have at Life Action um, pe- 
individuals that counsel pastors all the time and help people with trauma on the mission field. So we had a trauma specialist come in and talk to us about how to work through trauma, how to help people uh, in their congregation with trauma. And um, and the, the gentleman that counsels pastors talked about the emotional health of a pastor. And these add um, important dimensions for us. We have a great team that serve them. They are treated like royalty when they come. Well, you know, all of this really speaks to your guys' heart and the mission of caring for those who are caring for others. And that's always a big question of who is pastoring the pastor. And I think that you guys give a very, very clear uh, statement on that and your heart. And boy, I tell you, you know, whomever it is that is there and being ministered to by both of you together, uh, just hearing it in your heart posture, uh, they are very fortunate people to be able to be cared by you. And so we greatly appreciate that. I'm sure that there is a scripture Thank or you. a guidance that you might have, um, because, you know, it's got to inspire you guys, <laughs> you know, to do what you do. Mm-hmm. And there's some weight and burden that you carry, but scripturally, where would you point us to? Well, when you're exiting um, the lodge area, we have a sign, and it has this verse on it, and it's really our goal, um, our keystone of what we want to accomplish, and we want God to accomplish in their lives. And the verse is Romans fifteen thirteen. It says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And that's what our desire is for them to have, the joy, the hope, and the overflow of the Holy Spirit in their lives. That is a beautiful target. Well, we have enjoyed talking to the two of you this morning, Doug and Marilyn. Uh, for those of you, if you've tuned in midway through the conversation, we've been talking with Doug and Marilyn Cuthbert they are leader care specialists and pastoral, uh, well, facilitators for pastoral retreats for Life Action Ministries. Um, you can learn more about what they're doing online at lifeactionlodge.com. And you can see the lodge that Marilyn uh, the, so beautifully described just a couple of minutes ago, the grounds and everything. What a gorgeous center and a great place for pastoral couples to go and get away and just get a time of of rest. And you've been hearing us talk about our Pastor Appreciation Month giveaway. Um, If you are a pastor, uh, this is the place we've been talking about where you may yet find out that you're going to get to go and spend a couple of nights with your spouse and just get a breather. We're going to be doing the drawing in a couple of days, so hang on tight. We'll be announcing the winner on the air. You may yet win, and good luck to everyone who has gotten entered. But Doug and Marilyn, thank you so much for your time this morning, and thank you for your hearts for those who are serving in ministry. It is evident that you uh, do so very genuinely care, and I, I know that you have been serving in ministry for a number of years, and God bless you in what you are doing. Thank you for this this morning. Well, thank, thank you, you very much. It's been a pleasure. blessing for us, and may the Lord bless you guys in your ministry there. You're listening to Mornings with Kelly and Steve on Moody Radio, from the Word to Life.